Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. And happy Easter to you. Thanks so much for tuning in today to the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network here in North Texas. Dave Palmer and the hatless Cecil Anderson. Had to, you had, had to rub to, it in. Had to take the hat off. Too big for <laughs> Too the big headphones. Too big for my headphones. Huh? Yeah. It was really sad. And now I have hat hair and now I've I taken it off. I wonder if you could put like a big hole on each side so oh, you could just perfect. kind of put, put the headphones right on. I, I think that would absolutely not raise questions when I'm out and about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome. It's been a while, a couple weeks since we had a show. Last week we didn't have one. Uh, because we take the day, the Monday off after the Shurathon. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for the, uh, everybody who supported the Shurathon a couple of weeks ago. Seems like it was forever ago since we had the Shurathon, but, uh, it was a great success. And, uh, thanks so much. It, was, it, take, it just takes so much pressure off us, uh, for a few months. Uh, as we approach in June the the summer shareathon, uh, but it was great. So, so thank you very very much uh, for all the support of it. And uh, let's see. Then we had Holy Week and Easter. How was your Easter celebration? Have a good time. It was. It was a really nice. Uh, the Triduum, Triduum is always one of my favorite times. So I was able to go Holy Thursday and the service that you have on Good Friday. And we went to the Vigil Mass, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favorite things because it's been five years since I became Catholic. Dave, did you know yeah, that? I thought, uh, oh, so yes, hell. five years. So I've gone to the Vigil most years. And I just love attending the Vigil Mass. How long was it for? It was about two and a half hours. It's actually a little bit shorter, I think, than in the past. Um, And I just love that we had baptisms from infants all the way up to, like, elderly people mm-hmm. it was yeah. wonderful see i didn't get to go to the vigil it's tough when you have little kids it is that's not know. i saw some families with younger kids and i was like you all are brave souls <laughs> taking them to this long of a mass yeah did it end like midnight or or did it was a reception around, afterwards or anything like that so not formally we had a it ended around 10 30 10 45 okay. and my family were the crazy folk who go to ihop oh, afterwards that's great so we go to ihop and actually some other people we saw from our church ended up at ihop as well so uh i think the IHOP had no idea what to because they were actually shutting down because yeah. they close at midnight now and um, we walked in around 1045 and and they were like oh my goodness there's a large group of people coming <laughs> <laughs> and we're like yes hello yeah yeah you know that's uh, I, I I always you know think if you have a great Lent and you're really sacrificed that feeling on Saturday of Holy Week you know after the vigil uh, is such a a great feeling. I mean, if you, if, you, if you didn't do much during Lent, then it's really no big deal. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're really, you know, and I, and I had a pretty intense week of well, fasting last week, but uh, oh, it was so it was so exciting. And oh, yes. then Easter Sunday, and we had a big party yesterday, and had family over, and it was just uh, it's great. And so now we're in the octave. This is the the Monday of the octave of Easter. And yeah, Cecil and I were talking about this before the the program began. I, I don't know if I can quite get my Head around an octave. Mm. I know it's eight days. Right. It's leading up to Divine Mercy Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, basically Sunday to Sunday, those eight days. And I believe every day this week is a solemnity. And what that means from a practical standpoint. More feasting? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's yeah. I, you you made the comparison to to the like the, the old fashioned wedding. Yeah, so just kind of went on it for went days on and for days. days and days and days. But the Easter season goes on for quite a while longer. Yeah. We have quite a many days of celebrating ahead of us, but we have these special eight days. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, time is getting away. It's already four after. Oh I, got, I gotta hurry. <laughs> uh, all right. So happy Easter, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, real quickly, let me tell you what's going on in the show later on this hour at about ten till one. Uh, Rick Self is going to join us via phone with the North Texas Catholic Brothers for Christ because the North Texas Catholic Men's Conference is this Saturday, April 10th. Uh, Father Larry Richards at St. Francis in Frisco, so we'll talk more about that. Our dear friend Rowena Ignacio, along with some other guests, are going to be talking about a father-son campout. Now, why is Rowena coming to talk about a father-son campout? Well, you're just going to have to find out here in about 30 minutes. Uh, it's uh, a conquest campout April 16th through 18th. And uh, in just a moment, you're going to get to meet the exact new executive director of the Catholic pro-life community. Do you know who that is? Well, uh, she came in studio along with her chairman of the board uh, last week. We recorded that portion of the show, and so we'll introduce you to her in just a moment. Uh, but real quickly, we have got a big event coming up August 5th that we want you to put on your calendar, the Summer Speaker Series event, 13th annual, did we figure 13th out? Annual, yeah, 13th yes. annual, and, wow, we got an exciting speaker. We have a very exciting speaker. I think that if you've already heard, you're you know, hopefully marking your calendars, but it's Father John Ricardo. Yeah. Very well-loved I think a lot of people priest. have never seen him in person because mm. he, when he was a pastor at his parish up in Plymouth, Michigan, he just didn't travel. And now he is because he's no longer a pastor of a parish. And so, uh, anyways, just save the date. That's all we're going to tell you right now. We don't yet know the location. We're, we're going big. We think we're probably going to have a 1,000 people. Uh, and we'll have more details to come. Uh, mm-hmm. The tickets aren't on sale yet, but uh, we're going to let you know all about that in the in the um, the weeks and the months to come. But it's going to be exciting. Thursday, August fifth, the first time we've ever had any, uh, one of these in August. They've always been in July, so it's a little bit later in the year. A great speaker, Father John Ricardo. So that's all I want to tell you. Let's get right on with our interview, introducing you to the new. Executive Director of the Catholic Pro-Life Community. Here it is. Well, as promised, I have in studio here with me two esteemed guests. Uh, one of them was just recently here, and there is a connection, Mike Weller, Chairman of the Board of the Catholic Pro-Life Community, and also the new Executive Director of the Catholic Pro-Life Community. You probably saw her on the Bishop's uh, Dinner a couple of weeks ago, Gerilyn Kaminsky. Uh, is the executive director, and they're both here in studio. So welcome to you both, and thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. We appreciate your giving us some time to do this. Yeah, Mike, you had uh, your poker face on last time you and Meg, <laughs> Meg Finley came in, and you said at that time that you had selected the person, it was kind of a done deal, but you weren't ready to you know, let, let the cat out of the bag, so to speak. And uh, this was a surprise to me. I, I, I knew Gerilyn. I'd interviewed her before from a, another um, organization, but uh, uh, this, is, uh, this is exciting. You know, I was happy that it was somebody that I knew at least. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, the, uh, the recruitment process that we went through was really, really interesting. We actually talked to over 40 people. Wow. Um, but what was interesting about it, the first group of applicants that we had that we knew, we had a kind of our, our list, mm-hmm. you know, the, the people that were pretty sure that person was going to come from. And not one of them worked out for various yeah. reasons. People were, were busy or, or, or they, they didn't, uh, have the time, uh, because of their kids or what have you. And so we asked Father Jason Cargo to, uh, write a prayer for us mm-hmm. so we could start a novena. 
And after we did that novena, we got a second wave of applicants. And that second wave of applicants was even better than the first wave. Oh, wow. And that was the wave in which we got. So you're saying prayer works? Prayer seems to work pretty good. (laughs) It certainly does. And so congratulations. And now you get to step back and be the chairman of the board and not the interim uh, executive director, because that's got to be a lot of work. So, uh, Geraldine, congratulations. And uh, uh, two weeks in the job already, huh? Well, thank you. I'm really glad to be here. And I will tell you that prayer does work. Yeah. Because I had been asking the Lord to lead me where he wanted me to go. Mm. And I think that's why I became part of that second wave of applicants. Yeah. I felt really led by the Lord, and especially this year of the consecration of St. Joseph. Yeah. I myself was consecrated on the feast day a week ago, and this is where I need to be. So I'm thrilled to be here. You know, my first thought, because uh, you had come in a couple of times for interviews uh, with an organization, uh, Friends of Los Niños, where you help uh, impoverished uh, people overseas. And my first thought was, well, that must be why you know, one of the reasons she was chosen was because she has this uh, this track record of being able to run an organization successfully. Obviously, you're pro-life and uh, and have a heart and a love for people. And so tell us, how did uh, the, the, the decision to apply in the first place? Uh, I know you're a busy person, but why, why did you think this would be a good fit for you? It really was a nudge from the Lord. Yeah, uh, The Holy Spirit was working through some friends and associates, former colleagues. And I got a call and said, you know, you really should consider this. And then it just moved. It was an arduous, is that the right word? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good word. Board. And, you know, of course, we're doing things via Zoom, some yeah. live in person. But things just went so smoothly, Dave, that I can only say it was because of the Holy Spirit working us all through the process together. Yeah, so uh, first couple of weeks, probably just getting to... You you know getting your your death settled and meeting people. How how has it been, or what has been your impression so far? Well, to begin on the Monday prior to the bishops' pro life dinner that following yeah. Saturday, yeah, was was phenomenal. Uh, I got to see this team of employees, staff, and volunteers rally together very smoothly to create this large event, virtual, in-person, and everybody did what they needed to do, and others stepped in to help. And it was really quite exciting to to see that. Uh, I have spent the time the last two weeks meeting everybody. We've had several Zoom calls uh, when I was announced to the staff, but it's been great to see this group of people, which I will say might be the hardest working group of people Mm -hmm. I have ever met, and all with the passion for pro-life. It isn't separate. It's not a business, and then people have their faith life. It is so beautifully uh, intertwined that... It's just incredible. It's it's such a great feeling to be to be with the CPLC. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that, and my congratulations on the event. I, I know Geraldine got to speak. I, I was home watching it with my ch- ch- charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. <laughs> charcuterie board. No, I, I thought it was you know my wife and my daughters were there. My son was you know distracting us the whole time, but uh, overall uh, quite a success, huh? Yeah. Actually, um, to be honest. It was a success for a couple of different reasons. Um, we ended up selling out, and that was really the very first major Catholic uh, event in the Dallas area yeah. for this year because we were in real. 
Yeah. We weren't flat people. We were actually regular people. <laughs> and uh, we got 156, I think, tables sold out. And yeah. I got to tell you, I got to do a quick shout out because we were only about 60%. And then we did this radio show. Yeah. And your listeners are so awesome. Yeah. And thank you. That they just rallied and we sold so many tables for the week after that, that we were able to sell out. We were also in virtual environment. So it was a little bit of a juggle. But what was wonderful is anyone that wanted to come could come. Mm-hmm. And you could feel the spirit that was in that room because people just wanted to be together. Yeah, There's yeah, that community definitely. aspect that we've all been missing out on for so long that now we were able to get together. The people that were on Zoom uh, or uh, on virtual were able to connect in. They could bid. They could do all sorts of different things. Um, so overall, it was a huge success from the standpoint of rallying the community and getting everybody together and being able to do that. Uh, I think we hit like 89% of our monetary goal. Mm-hmm. So we're still doing some follow-ups for that. And hopefully we'll be able to close that gap uh, really quickly. But overall, it's, it was one of the most successful ones that we can point to, not because of the numbers, yeah. not because of the dollars, but because we did it Yeah, in this environment People came out. We didn't know if they would come. Mm-hmm. And so many organizations are looking at us and asking us questions. Hey, how did it go? What happened? What are you doing? How did it? God makes things happen. Yeah. And it was the same thing last year as well, because y'all were the first ones to do the, uh, the all only virtual. Right. And I was watching it. We ended up doing a virtual event ourselves. So everybody's keeping their eye on y'all to see what <laughs> the trendsetters, right? Uh, Gerilyn Kamiski, uh, joining me here, new executive director of the Catholic Pro-Life Community, all, along with Mike Weller, chairman of the board for the CPLC. We ought to just make you a co-host of this program. You come, <laughs> come in so often, Mike. I think we can work that out. Uh, nine different ministries and so much going on. Uh, talk about your own participation. Had you already previously been director? involved with the CPLC uh, uh, on the sidewalk or, uh, you know, any kind of events? What, what, what kind of uh, uh, involvement did you have becoming before becoming executive director? Yes, in my parish uh, today and in my former parish, always been involved with the Respect Life Pro-Life Committee. Uh, the day after we came back uh, from another country with my children adopting them, Mm-hmm. We were on the Planned Parenthood sidewalk in McKinney praying the rosary. Yeah. Thanks be to God, that one was shut down. Pro-life is a big part of our family. Uh, of course, we just participated, as we have in years past, at the Good Friday service down at the Southwestern Abortion Center. That's a regular thing for us, for my family, 40 Days for Life, diaper collections, uh, always the Roe Memorial Mass in the March. My children have been rose bearers in the in the, in, in the uh precursor to the mass. So pro-life is a very big part of my life and my mm-hmm. family's. And I love also, because a lot of people say, oh, pro-lifers are only concerned about kids in the womb. You know, once they're born, they don't care. And you have a, a proven record of c- caring about life throughout all stages and helping uh, children overseas and impoverished. And so I think it's just such a, an amazing uh, what you bring into this role as executive director. Some of these stats on sidewalk counseling are amazing. And I want to thank uh, Annette Kearns because she sends me all, all my, my, my cheat sheet of notes here, and I really appreciate all her help. Uh, they say that when people are praying outside of an abortion clinic, appointments will decrease up to 75%. 
In the last 40 days for life prayer vigil, 33 babies were saved. That, that's amazing. 33 lives that would otherwise have been snuffed out. Absolutely. So, so this is important that, uh, and we want, we're going to talk about volunteers. Maybe you can talk about that. Uh, the ways people can help you, especially as you start off, you got the great staff, but volunteers, you know, financial assistance, all, all the above. How can people listening help you? Well, all of those things are very important. <laughs> Everything, very, right? I'd like to underscore that. Uh, prayer. Uh, people say, how can I get involved? Well, pray. Pray daily. Pray daily for life. Pray daily to an end of abortion. We do need the financial support because that's how we can run our programs. Mm -hmm. It is critical, like you said, to have those sidewalk counselors out there. The the turnaway stories are incredible. I I heard a story that uh, two people... Presumably a mother and daughter drove through the, drove to the parking lot. The daughter, if that, who it was, went in. Mother stood outside, talked to a sidewalk counselor, got some information. Didn't think they had a choice. Mm-hmm. Just really didn't believe there was any alternative. Yeah. That mother took information into the abortion clinic. Her daughter came out. The mother went back into another young woman in the clinic itself, and she came out. Mm-hmm. So two lives were saved that day because there was a sidewalk counselor supported by prayer partners there. Yeah. So it is critical for us to keep these individuals on the street mm-hmm. there. Another thing I love about uh, the work of the CPLC is that you you want to prevent abortions, you want to save lives, do everything we possibly can, prayer and, you know, so many different ways. And then if somebody does make that mistake and aborts their child or a man is involved in, in an abortion, you don't discard them. You know, there's, there's healing. There's, I've done many, many interviews, Rachel's Vineyard, Project Joseph. Speak about that, Geraldine, and, well, and how that, that, that person is still esteemed in your eyes and, and, and still loved wonderfully by God. Absolutely. We are all children of, of, of our Heavenly Father, and there is healing and mercy extended to everybody. Uh, there are people who will have suffered through an abortion experience, men, women, friends of a woman, for instance, and the healing is critical. I just had the opportunity to meet at length with Eileen Kuhlman, who, who, who runs our um, Rachel's Vineyard and, and uh, her counterpart, Reg, with Project Joseph. There are 10 men have up to 10 different roles in an abortion. Mm. So even if that man is not the father of the child, there are 10 yeah. ways, and that healing, it's, it's in, insurmountable uh, for people to get past, seemingly, yeah. but that healing that comes, the testimonials I've heard, and the, the beauty that, that flows from the Rachel's Vineyard and Project Joseph's retreats is something that we have to continue doing, and that's where financial donations really assist. Yeah, we need to get that other 11% that, uh, Mike, you said was uh, still needed. You got 89%, we got uh, 11% still to go. Mike, did you want to say something? Yeah, one of the things that's really interesting is how effective these Rachel retreats and Joseph retreats are. They're so effective, as a matter of fact, that we hear from the retreatants and they tell us things like they can feel again. Yeah. That their numbness that has been with them for years is no longer there. Yeah. And they go to confession. They're allowed to to 
see others that have similar situations and they're allowed to make amends to their babies in heaven. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the most beautiful things that you can ever see when somebody gets their life back by simply going to a retreat for either a day or or a weekend. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing about um, Joseph is when we went virtual, there was no Joseph. Yeah. We actually at the CPLC had to create the entire curriculum for, for Joseph retreats. And then we gave it to Rachel's Vineyard, the organization that runs 2000 or so, uh, different areas of Rachel Vineyards. And they're the ones that are starting to push it out to everyone. So it, the, the Joseph retreats <clears throat> were kind of created here in Dallas. Yes. Is that what you say? Yes, sir. And so now they're, they're, oh, that, that's amazing. I didn't realize that. And now they're going everywhere. Yeah. And there is a Rachel's Vineyard coming up April 23rd through the 25th. Uh, I heard a spot. We're already promoting it here on the radio, but this is going to be in person, right? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. And, uh, you know, something that I used to be involved in, uh, and by the way, they can go to see, uh, uh, prolifedallas.org and find all this information. I think there's a Rachel website as well, but I think you can find everything you need at prolifedallas.org. Uh, I want to talk about the, a few of the ministries. One that I used to be involved in, I hope to return to one day, is the Speakers Bureau. Okay, uh, we'll put you down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up. <laughs> no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Life got really, really busy and, you know, we're having babies and life. But I, but I, I did enjoy that. Are you, are you in need of speakers or tell us about that? We are. And one, one event I would like to talk about is the Teach for Life event yeah, that's yeah. coming up uh, uh, this coming Friday and Saturday. And uh, Trent Horn will be uh, one of our speakers. Yeah. And He's a local now. Yeah, he lives here. Yes, isn't yeah. that exciting? So we welcome him to Dallas. And uh, the interesting thing about Teach for Life, Dave, is that there will be a Spanish track and an English track. Okay, and so we welcome everybody to come and part- uh, to to listen in on that. The cost is fifteen dollars, which I I can't even, you can't even buy a book for fifteen dollars. Oh, so you'll hear they'll they will hear authors and talk about the topics that are critical to our youth. Mm-hmm. So people who should hear this, parents, faith formation uh, directors, ministry directors clergy, uh, priests, uh, deacons, uh, anybody in the clergy does not even have to pay if they would like to attend to hear these very pertinent issues in today's time. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned Trent Horn. Uh, Ryan T. Anderson is also uh, a, a speaker as well. I remember doing the live remote over at the CPLC office, and uh, they said, you, you have this guest, Ryan Anderson, that's uh, that's going to be on with me. And I, I found out, oh, it's the Ryan T. Anderson. He is quite well-known. And there's there's all kinds of speakers. So I guess the keynote is going to be Trent Horn, uh, Ryan Anderson, Monica Ashour, Josh Clemens. All these names are so familiar. Becky Fisos, <laughs> who's this? Be- Becky what? Who's Becky Fisoski, yeah. our former <laughs> executive director, will be speaking as well. So tune in. And she's talking on failed promises of abortion. So yeah, this is very important. And that fifteen dollars, that's like so 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 uh, small. Uh, $60 for a group of five, uh, prolifedallas.org forward slash teach. And this is coming up this weekend, right? April 9th the, and 10th. Correct. The 9th and the 10th. Okay. Very good. And, uh, again, Sister Josephine, I, I know all these people. Will Hickel, he was in the studio just about a week ago. And, uh, Kim Zember, that's the only one I don't know. 
uh, Overcome Ministries. I think that's the only one that I haven't met. But I guess if I participate, I'll I'll get to know her, right? right? We'll put you down for next year, Dave, to be a speaker. <laughs> I'm so. signing up for a whole lot of things <laughs> here, sure. aren't I? Uh, if you're just tuning us, this is The Good News Show. And uh, we are speaking to Mike Weller, who's the chairman of the board of the Catholic Pro-Life Community and also the brand new executive director, Gerilyn Kaminsky, uh, who has about two or three weeks uh, under her belt. And so let's talk about other things, the future, the vision. I don't know. The, the, the two of you obviously collaborate very closely uh, as you think about let's do this, let's do that, let's plan, let's strategize. Well, what's, what, what's the um, relationship or the relationship between the board and the executive director? Oh, well, the relationship is really close. Um, what we try and do is be a supportive board. We have a variety of different resources because we built a board specifically around the people so that we have physicians, we have lawyers, we have strategists, we have uh, advertising people, people that do these functions that can bring them together Mm -hmm. to help assist the CPLC in everything they do. So we really look to Gerilyn and her team to help to define everything that we're going to do, and then we try and support that. We work together on strategic planning and core competencies and things along those lines. Uh, and in that, uh, I'd like to just share something that we had a we had a meeting with uh, with Bishop Burns, and um, supposed to be a half hour, it went an hour and a half. <laughs> um, we wanted to introduce uh, Gerilyn. He was extremely uh, happy about her selection and is very supportive. Um, and that's where we started talking about where we're going to take uh, CPLC next. And we talked about the Teach for Life uh, program that's coming up because. He's very concerned about the fact that the secular world is seems to be the only one speaking to these young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're speaking some terrible things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have to be trained and understand how to deal with that yeah. and how to how to how to combat that. But the other thing that we're doing is we're working with the bishop uh under a a big new campaign that we have that's going to start bringing pro-life into the parish at a greater degree. Parish engagement that allows in the parish for people to do pro-life activities. Uh, We're working on some new ideas uh, and we're working on resurrecting some of the old things that have worked. But picture the idea of within the Dallas diocese, we have enough Catholics that we could wrap every single baby that's at risk in a spiritual adoption mm. in prayer. Yeah. Every single baby that's at risk we could wrap yeah. with prayer. Yeah. We can do so many different things, but we can't do it unless we get people like your listeners and people that are in the parishes to start doing things that they can do. It doesn't take a lot. But if they can get involved we can start helping these moms. We can still start saving these babies at a much, much greater rate. Yeah. So the opportunities that we have uh, really are we're going to continue and we're going to get back into our old ways of actually being with people, yeah. <laughs> of doing marches, marches yeah. with actual feet um, <laughs> and things like that. But we're also going to start doing a lot more inside the parishes yeah. where we allow the parish to just flourish in life. 
Yeah. Amen. You know, we just have a couple more minutes and, uh, I, I just want to mention, you know, I, I think the, the, the CPLC is the best pro-life, you know, group of any, anywhere in the country, maybe anywhere in the world. I mean, of course, in abortion, uh, you know, started here in, in Dallas. I'm not, abortion didn't, but the Roe v. Wade started in Dallas. So I think there's a certain responsibility we have to, to really combat this. Uh, but it does seem that the culturally, the pro-life message is working. You know, you see these laws that are being passed in various states where they're, um, uh, you know, banning, you know, they're, they're prohibiting abortion. And some, I think some states like Mississippi don't have any abortion clinics. I, I may have my facts a little bit wrong, but do you get the impression, Geraldine, that we're winning this battle? That doesn't mean we let up or take our, our foot off the accelerator, but The message is getting out to a large degree, isn't it? It it really is. And as we were speaking with Bishop Burns, we we all agreed that it is so in your face right now that it's easy to talk about. It's easy to notice the pro-abortion billboard billboards throughout Dallas or or Texas. And it's easy to recognize the group that's supporting that. And that can be talked about. These issues are coming out in the news uh, from various politicians, various states, celebrities, you name it. Mm -hmm. They're coming out. But it's very very (laughs) easy to talk about that because it's brought up. It's out in the open. What do you think about the billboards that it's okay to sacrifice your child? Wow. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just right there, Dave. And so more than ever, uh, people are talking about it. And that is our mission. We will continue talking about it. As Mike was saying about our parish engagement, people were at home for a year. People have had the time to figure out what's important to them. What I keep hearing is family, life, get rid of all the busyness. I'm done with that. I I hear this being uh, transformational in some people's lives. So that's why we're going to create this program, put it out there so people can get involved in the right thing now. All right. Well, very good. So we're going to have to do another interview when that uh, gets unveiled uh, officially, right? That'd be uh, great. I always like to interview, uh, stop an interview with people saying, hey, uh, I want more. I want more. And I, I know there's so much more we could discuss, but uh, uh, time ticks away and I've got to bring it to a close. But I'm very grateful, Mike, for you coming back again a uh, second time in a, in a couple of weeks. Uh, Chairman of the Board of the Catholic Pro-Life Community and also the brand new Executive Director, Geraldine Kaminsky. And we ask you to pray for her and also support her, uh, support the CPLC financially or through through your time, your talent. Uh, there's so many different ministries that they do that it fits everybody's personality type and everybody can do something, you know, and I'm pointing to myself when I say that as well. So go to their, visit their website, ProLifeDallas.org, and uh, see what you can do to help them out. So congratulations. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. God bless you. Thanks so much. And uh, this is a good news show on Easter Monday, and we will be back right after this. The Office of Deacon Formation for the Diocese of Fort Worth will be hosting online information sessions for men and their wives who are interested in the Deacon Formation Program. The online session will be held the third Sunday of each month at 3 o'clock p.m. The next session will take place on Sunday, April 18th at 3 p.m. and will be held online. Please email Yesenia Gomez at ygomez at fwdioc.org to request registration for the session. 
Victory Investment Strategies is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They pray for continued blessings on all who make Catholic Radio possible in North Texas. The unique programming is vital to our daily lives. Victory Investment Strategies is a full-service investment firm owned by Joel and Elizabeth Victory, members of St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth. They offer a variety of products and will customize a plan to fit your individual needs. 866-810-6800. 866-810-6800. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Please join Mount St. Michael Catholic School for their virtual edition of the 8th Annual Student Benefit Banquet on Saturday, April 10th at 7 p.m. From the comfort of your home, you can participate in games and prizes, hear from school leadership, have a giving opportunity, and laugh out loud with their entertainment and get a peek of campus and behind the scenes. For more information and to register, call 972-741-3088. Cotter's Church Supplies at Cotter's.com has been offering religious goods to churches and the faithful for more than two generations. Cotter's.com has a variety of religious and devotional gifts, church goods from chalices to church bells, Bibles, and more. Cotter's offers beeswax and paschal candles, rosaries, pictures, plaques, prayer books, and statues of all sizes. Cotter's Church Supplies at Cotter's.com, offering devotional items for your church and home, is a proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. And welcome back. This is the Good News Show. It's Easter Monday, and we're delighted that you're with us. Uh, 33 minutes after the hour now, and we are going to spend a little bit of time, uh, but don't don't forget, uh, 10 till, uh, we're going to have Rick Self on talking about this Saturday's North Texas Catholic Men's Conference, April 10th in Frisco, St. Francis of Assisi Parish, and Father Larry Richards will be the speaker of that. Before that, though, we have another event a little further down, uh, out in the, the month, and it is the DFW Conquest Father. Father and Son Camp Out 2021. It's going to be at Ascend Camp. And so if you are listening right now, maybe you're a mother who has a husband and some sons or, or one son, or maybe you're a father, or we want you to, to seriously consider this. And I have a whole array of guests here in studio with me, starting off with our dear friend Rowena Ignacio, uh, who is not going on the Father and Son Camp Out, by the way, but uh, she is here and she has brought some of her friends, of course, Greg, Greg Isley. We know him, uh, he and his wife, Elva our owners of Little Angels Catholic Store and Capel, and he is here along with uh, Santi Hidalgo, who is an eighth grader at the Highlands, and uh, Santi is uh, has been on some of these father and son campouts before, and his uh, dear mother is here as well. She's, she doesn't have a microphone in front of her, but uh, thank you to Maria Guadalupe uh, Hidalgo for being here as well. So let me start off with you, Rowena. Thanks for suggesting this. Uh, we, we wanted to get Father Michael Picard in, uh, but he wasn't able to, so you, it took four of you to replace Father Michael. Cool, it's huh? a, those are some really large shoes to fill, but what an opportunity that we have. Father Michael's been so excited to come into the Catholic Radio Studio to promote yeah. this incredible weekend experience for fathers and sons. Yeah, and so yeah like you us, said, I'm not going. Yeah, but. so tell us uh, <laughs> your perspective. Of course, you don't go, but you get to hear, right. you know, your husband Stanley and your three sons, at least two of your sons have been. Yes. Uh, your perspective as a mother, what's what's important about this? What, what is it all about, and uh, why do you recommend it? Well, being a young boy mom, my oldest is 10, my middle son is 8. Um, they're old enough to attend the father-son camp out. They've been doing it the past like three, um, e- you know, Easter seasons mm-hmm. now. It's a great time for them to bond, of course, to be out in nature, yeah. to be away from the screen time and yeah. out with their friends and out with, you know, my husband can bond with his his buddies as well. But it's just a time to be out in nature. Um, 
get some like virtue and formation experiences through talks and different activities, have like friendly sports, competitive type of, um, you know, games. And it's just as a mom with three young boys, again, two of my boys attend, it, it's just a nice, wholesome way to get them to spend time together with their dad. Mm-hmm. And I know there's always like a different, um, like the reason for them to go each and every year like something a different virtue or a different life lesson is learned and can be taken with them forever yeah and especially as they get older and i know stanley just he really values this time with them because you know just like any other dad Right, life is right. so busy. Yeah, and so I, for and them I, to have that time, it's great. I, I, you know, you say about life being busy. I think, uh, and and Greg Isley can uh, can touch on this as well. I think we have to be intentional about our kids because sure. yeah, you know, it's like you blink and three years went by, and it's like oh, I, yeah, gosh, we got so busy and driving them here and there and doing this and then, but this is, sounds like something that is so special. That bond between a father and son is so important. So, Greg, thanks for being here. You. Uh, you've been on a number of these yes, uh, with your son, who also is named Greg. Uh, so, what has your your experience? Spend. Well, the ab- absolutely the the Catholic principles that are taught during the weekend are awesome. They're amazing. There's time for uh, there is a, sp- a special mass that's done. The uh, boys are very involved in the uh, setup and preparation for that. There's con- time for confession. There's little talks, both in group sessions, even one on one. Father Michael will make a a point to spend a little one on one time with kids uh, on an as needed basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just it's, it's really awesome just to see them kind of walking in the woods and and spending some time with those boys it really is very nice and to get out into the wild and sure. have the campfire sure. and uh, like Rowena said, away from the the screens and yep. you know the apps and all yeah, that kind of stuff. That. I tell you, there's just something that it's like cleansing the soul right. and uh, and right. to have that time. Uh, d- d- your your son, of course, isn't here to speak for himself, but uh, I'm sure he's appreciated time alone with dad. Yes, I I, I was really hoping to get him here today, uh, but yeah, I couldn't get him out of school for for this point uh, at this you. point in the day. But yeah, he would have loved to be here and. And definitely, um, you know, we could testify to uh, some of the uh, activities that are done there once he gets there and gets plugged in and sees some of his buddies. It really is a wonderful time just to uh, let loose a lot of energy. I mean, it's perfect for all of you boy moms who like me, like you're trying to decide what do we what how can we expend this energy in like a healthy, wholesome way? This camp out is is like the option for you. They can just run wild, of course, but, you know. Have have like the brotherhood, the camaraderie, but also the spiritual and, and virtuous formation experiences yeah. too. It's just it's an all in one. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, and I, I love it because it's not a drop the kid off and come back in a few days. I remember when I was a kid, I went on this this you know, and, and nothing wrong with these kind of campouts, but camp out for a week and it was just me and my peers and a couple of you know leaders that I I didn't know and you know they drop off and pick them up. But this is the father is involved in this, sure. and so again, it's a DFW Conquest Father and Son Campout 2021, April 16th through the 18th at Ascend Camp. Ascend Camp. Wait, you say that's south, south, south of Dallas, the Metroplex? Yeah, off I-20. It's, it's really not far away at all. Mm-hmm. And it's an adorable, moms, who, if oh, you're it's listening, a, it's an adorable campsite. Yeah. Yeah, and there are just so convenient. many things like archery and, of course, soccer. And, and they um, have full facilities, too. Full I mean, camping it's indoor, facilities. Indoor dining, you know, for, yeah. for our meals or lunch and dinner. There's, there's facilities there. So, 
Everybody can stay clean and healthy, but of it's uh, it is very nice. Yeah, all campers must be five years old or older, and uh, I guess fifteen uh, year olds and older can apply for leadership roles. Uh, DFWConquest.TicketLeap.com is the uh, email, the, the email, the website that I have to register, and we'll give that out a few more times. We can also let you know how you can get a hold of maybe Father Michael or, sure. or anything else. All right, let's bring uh, Santi Hidalgo in. He's an eighth grader at the Highlands and has been on these uh, a few times before. Santi, thanks for joining me. Hi, um, you say you've been on more than one of these uh, father-son events, right? <clears throat> yes, several. Okay, so tell us from your perspective, as a son, uh, as uh, somebody who's participated, what, ha- what have you enjoyed most about it? Well, I, I like that they give us time to like have fun and games, and like there's a point system where every time you win or something or you help out, you get points, but I also like that they give us time to grow our relationship with Christ. And there's always like the mass at the end of the retreat where everyone's invited. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, and then the the father son time. Uh, you know, I I think my my father's passed away, but I think about yeah, I wish I had had more time with him. I wish I had done. So is it cool to be with dad for a whole weekend and kind of have his sole attention during that time? Yes, because normally, like, he's on work every day, and we have school, so we don't talk that much. But, like, during the trip, we just were together all day, and I enjoy it, and we have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is awesome. And I, I know it's often, uh, you know, bringing Rowena back in, uh, it's, the, it's the mother who may n- notice and say, you know what, gosh, I, I wish, and I'm not saying this is your case in particular, but sure. I, I sure wish... Dad was doing more because Dad's making a living and he's providing and he's doing a lot. But boy, I just I wish he was spending more time with. It. And I think a lot of mothers are probably nodding their head and saying, "Yeah, that's really the case." And so, what would you say to the mothers that are listening out there that could maybe nudge their their husband who may not be listening right now to go ahead and, and sign up for this uh, this this camp out with their son? Well, first of all, before we went on live, I was talking to Santi's mom, um, Maria, here, and we were discussing like whoever's listening right now maybe it's on your heart that you are um wondering where your husband you know who's also father of your children where he maybe is during yeah. these really unusual times too yeah and i mean all i can say to moms is this is such i, I keep saying the word wholesome this is such a wholesome way to get your your husbands and you know the fathers of your children um to just have this quality time to not just be together i mean you're together the whole weekend but it's 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 you're you're doing these activities that are just so natural i think for boys to like learn how to do and how to sharpen their skills as as young men um but there's something about like the the dads who go and the children that go it's not just the bond between the father and son and the time that they don't have maybe outside of the campgrounds but it's also seeing the other dads bonding with each other mm-hmm. as they're trying to kind of lead yeah. and inspire their kids whether it's in sports or some kind of activity it's just like all around there's so many wins but um, I know like every camp has, you know, you always have like inside jokes or yeah. special memories at, at the end of the weekend. And that mass that celebrate on the Sunday after the camp is done, that's my favorite moment because that's yeah. when all the moms and all the siblings that couldn't yeah. go, oh. that's when we kind of reunite. Yeah. And the mass is my most favorite part because that's, a lot of the recognition happens after the mass is celebrated. There's recognition for, for the sports competitions or whatever um, virtuous acts that, um, you know, that um, – these the the young campers are being recognized for and and then you get it from the leadership team they're so supportive they're so encouraging mm-hmm. but i mean just i've never really picked my husband's brain but he i mean 
it's never a question in his mind. He clears his calendar yeah. to make this happen as, as tired as he is after a long day. He's packing up the tent, packing up all the camping essentials. Um, I mean, it's, it's literally camping in the wild. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like most families don't get that kind of experience nowadays. Right. Right. So it's just, yeah, you know, it's seeing just the stars the and, uh, the, it just, the, the, the century experience would be so great. You anticipated my next question. I'll ask, uh, Greg Isley this one. What if somebody's like, I don't got, I don't have a tent. I don't have a canteen and, you know, how much do you need? Do you have to be able to provide all that yourself and all the tenting supplies? And how experienced of an outdoorsman do you need to be? Well, a tent definitely would be recommended. <laughs> air, mat- air mattress is also high on the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, hey, our, our Porter's Army Navy has all that absolutely. stuff. You go out there take and talk to Steve Porter. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, but as far as all the skills and being able to, to know what you're doing, you get out there and, you know, you're surrounded by a bunch of people and there's going to be a lot of people that can help you out if you've oh, never done this before, yeah, right? Absolutely. The, the activities agenda will be set. I mean, activities could include everything from father-son soccer matches to uh, the moms might want to close their ears right now is uh, sword fighting and jousting. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that was probably swords, the highlight. So, right? Okay, yeah. That's definitely my, my boys. Exci- they love yeah playing with all kinds of sharp objects out in nature, but yeah, I'll just but pretend it's like not, that's not It's happening. not exactly as it sounds, but it is. <laughs> it's a still phenom- very controlled, oh, right? Awesome. Well, it's I will awesome. say, and y'all can comment on this, and any of you jump in, is that you know the very name Conquest, you know, I think right. appeals to a young man, and so especially since in our culture today there are forces out there that are trying to get boys not to be masculine this whole toxic Mm. masculinity and they all got to be beta males and (laughs) you know i I think just for boys to be boys i know my i got a seven-year-old son and when he goes outside he wants to roll around in the dirt and the mud and he wants to be a boy and pick up bugs and all that stuff it's very natural and so this is an opportunity for for boys to shine you know so uh santi i know it's it's easter monday and i know my 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 kids are off school today there might be some young people listening right now maybe some some young boys your age what would you say to them uh to encourage them to maybe you know nudge their dad and say dad i think we need to do this what would you say to people your age um i would tell them that this is a one in a lifetime opportunity because if you're like me then your dad could be working a lot and you could just not spend that much time with him and you would really enjoy this weekend even if it's only like three days just being with him, being around him, having fun with him. It, you can just grow so many memories that will just be unforgettable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. And the cost is $150 for dad and one son or 225 for dad and two sons, which uh, that's a small charge, I mean, for a whole weekend out. Oh, this includes all the meals and everything, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Speaking of the camping supplies, you really don't have to worry about cooking and all. Mm-hmm. Just really a... You know, some sleeping supplies is what you need, a tent. I remember one time the weather turned pretty bad, and they opened up a couple cabins for everybody to seek shelter in. And and so they're well prepared, but uh, really a tent and sleeping bag is all you need. Yeah, it's also a good time of year where it's not like blistering hot in August or uh, July or something like that. So, all right, we just have a couple of minutes remaining, and we are talking about the DFW Conquest Father and Son Campout 2021, April 16th. 16th through the 18th. That's not this weekend, but the next weekend. I guess it's Friday through a Sunday. Uh, it's going to be at a Ascend Camp, uh, 
and it's uh, sponsored by uh, the Legionaries of Christ and the Highland School. So I, I mentioned before we started, before we got on the air, you don't have to be a Highland student to do this. This is That's open correct. to anybody, and you don't even probably have to be Catholic, right, Timmy? You correct. Can, you can just, as long as you're a father and you have a son from, what, 5 to, what, 18, right? Correct, yes. Okay, yes. all right. It's all the way to high school. Okay, what else do you want to say? Because we want to nudge people. Uh, I love what uh, Maria Guadalupe said. If you're listening right now, you know, there's maybe you're thinking like, why am I listening right now? What what is what is God trying to tell me? Maybe He's telling you that you need to sign up sign for up. this. Right. And uh, if you want to do that, uh, you go to dfwconquest.ticketleap.com. dfwconquest.ticketleap.com. And you know, it's also an opportunity for uh, you know a father to have some good quality conversation about the things that matter most. You know, about the the faith sure. and any anything that you can relate, Greg, as far as ways that you've bonded with your son at these events. Yeah, Usually our one-on-one talks come at the end as we're getting ready for bed, lights out. Uh, you know, we'll we'll spend a little bit of time during the day. Previous, we may have already prayed a rosary or what have you. So we don't really spend a lot of time in prayer, but just talking, just mm-hmm. talking, you know, yeah. to each other. Hey, um, h- how are you doing? Um, what what do you what do you like? What do you not like? What's mm-hmm. going on in your life right now? So uh, we always take that time a good thirty forty minutes as we're just winding down for bed. Doesn't take long <laughs> to fall mm-hmm. asleep after a hard day, but uh, usually that's the really time that we get to have to just talk. Yeah, and I I don't know if we mentioned the the opportunity for the sacrament of confession as well. In addition to mass, that's available. Will there be yes. just Father Michael, or are there other priests that'll be there as well, or, or what? I mean, depending he, on the size. Yeah, he there, definitely there be, has some help. Yes. Uh, there's a couple brothers that, a couple that are brothers involved. are there. Yes, yes, yes a couple brothers, and I, I have seen some visiting priests as well. But it's just nice to have the access to the sacraments during right. that time, in addition right. to everything else. All right, it's and beautiful. so did you have something, Maria? <laughs> I thought you look like you're raising your hand, like you. Fondi's mom refuses to get on live radio, but that's okay. We're easing her in. See, she's laughing at us. I don't know what she's doing. She's saying, I don't have to talk, but I'm listening. But all right, uh, Santi, anything else? Uh, th- thanks so much for coming on. Was this your first time on the radio? Uh, yes. All right. You, you did a, a great job, and I know your dad is listening, and uh, and so we're, we're glad that he's listening. And so anything else? So we got uh, literally one minute to go, and then we're going to get uh, Rick Self on the phone and talk about the North Texas Catholic Men's Conference, but uh, you just got to do it. Sometimes you're like, well, that weekend, I'm probably going to do this or that, but sometimes just sign up, and then it's on the schedule. You've already paid for it, and you're going to work out a way to go, right? Right, and there's always something, you know, we've talked about this, there's something you will always take away, a special memory that you've made, um, but this is something that I, I believe the fathers and the sons will carry with them forever, mm-hmm. but can I just, I mean, I don't want to get too mushy into that, but I, I do want to give um, a nice little shout out and um, a, like just a note of appreciation for Father Michael Picard and all yeah. that he does. I mean, I've known Father Michael through our years at the Highland School, but he's really in his element sure. when he is leading and directing these camps. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of people relying on him and his leadership, mm-hmm. but it's, it really shines. And like literally every camper, every father, every all the family, we, we feel and see just like the power of his vocation coming through yeah. in, in the form of this camp. Yeah, that is so awesome. Thank you, Father man. Michael. Thank you. Uh, all right, so the website to go to uh, for the Conquest Father and Son Campout 2021, sponsored by the Highland School, the Legionaries of Christ, dfwconquest.ticketleap.com. 
And uh, again, uh, 125, uh, let's see, $150 if it's dad and one son and 225 for dad and two sons. And I'm sure you can probably bring more than two sons if you want to. The, the price will adjust a little bit. But, uh, thank you so much, Rowan Ignacio and Greg Thanks, Isley Dave. and also Santi Hidalgo as well. Thanks to all of you for coming on. Also Maria Guadalupe for being here as well. Uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, appreciate so, uh, hope Thanks you, so hope you get a lot of people to, to sign up for this. We hope so too. Thank you for this opportunity. All right. Dave. I'm glad we had an opportunity and, uh, Father Michael, thanks for uh, doing what you're doing because it's making a difference in a lot of people's lives. Let's uh, switch gears now and talk to Rick Self about a whole different topic. And it's coming up actually sooner than uh, this event. And this is the North Texas Catholic Men's Conference, which is this Saturday. And it is sneaking up. And we hope many men 18 and over will seriously consider this. I'm going to be emceeing it. Special guest is going to be Father Larry Richards. It is going to be at St. Francis of Assisi Catholic Church in Frisco, and it's a shorter conference than usual. It's from 8 a.m. until noon, and uh, we bring on Rick Self to talk to us more about this. Rick, good afternoon. How are you doing? Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on, Dave. Appreciate yeah, happy, yeah, happy the, Easter the to you. Is. Yeah, happy this, Easter to you. I guess it's no coincidence that this is falling on Divine Mercy um, weekend. Is there a, a Divine Mercy element to it, or, or, or any significance of the date? I think the Holy Spirit just called for that date because that's when we could get Father Larry and that's when we could get our venue. And plus, it is a great weekend to do it. Divine Mercy Weekend obviously is a great time to do it. So we are looking forward to it. We're very excited uh, this Saturday again from 8 to noon. Uh, go to CatholicBrothersForChrist.com to register. We People are registering fast and furious here in the last couple of weeks of this. Uh, we are hopefully selling out um we're we're close to that so people get signed up it's going to be a fantastic event uh, again it's just eight to noon this year because we can't do the food element but we uh, uh we're looking forward to having you there uh, this saturday yeah now you say it's getting close to to selling out and i know with social distancing and all that because saint francis is a big parish i don't know if uh, 1500 seats or, or what but how many can you have and I, you're probably at least probably within a hundred of, of, of selling out or how, how close is it yeah we're within a hundred from selling out we, we can have up to 500 folks uh men spread out throughout the church um that's what our goal was is to get to 500 and uh we still got a ways to go but we we're, we're going to get there the way uh people are signing up but, but don't feel free to sign up you know we can go over a little more than 500 if we need the other thing is you can bring your 16 17 18 year old sons with you as well um you know that's something we kind of opened up this year to to bring your sons uh if you, you know they have to have their parent with them but uh bring bring your sons it's going to be a a great event for them as well. Father Larry, as you know, is very dynamic and, uh, and he, you know, he, he changes people's lives. We had, I hear so many people when we had him in, uh, in 2016 in Hearst, I had so many men come up to me and say, he's changed my trajectory for the church and what I, you know, my relationship with God. And that's what he does. It's he, he transforms people and he, he gets, 
brings the Holy Spirit upon them and gets them motivated to be good Catholic men. Yeah. So, well, you know, he's. You know, uh, I, I know both of his parents were police officers, and he used to teach at a, uh, an all boys high school. And I, I guess Father Literary, you know, he brings it and he's challenging. And sometimes he might, you know, depending on where you are in your faith, he might say something that, uh, you know, you know, may, may bristle you a little bit or make you, you know, really question how seriously you're taking your faith. But I think to your point, it's, it's going to leave an impression and you're going to, you're going to learn something. And I, and I, the, the, the word that keeps coming to my mind is he's going to, he'll challenge men to just be stronger in their faith. That's correct. And, and so this year's theme also is come to the table, which is very relevant today. Um, not only is, you know, the belief in the Eucharist so important as Catholics is, you know, the real body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus in the Eucharist, but we need to come back to church from, from, you know, this COVID from people need to get back and receive communion on a regular basis and uh, get back engaged in their parish and, so Father Larry's going to talk about that, about how the Eucharist does that, and how how we as Catholics can can you know get closer to the Lord uh, by coming back to church and encouraging others to come back. Um, so that's what this is all about. It's it's perfect timing for that. As you, you know, I, this past weekend I went to the Easter services at Good Shepherd in Colleyville, and we were we had more people than we've seen in a long time. And I mean. So that's very encouraging. Uh, so again, that's why we want to encourage men to come to this conference as well to to, to show that you know you can come back. It's time to come back. Yeah. And of course, we're going to social distance and we're going to wear a mask. In fact, we're going to give you a mask to wear when you get there. But but we we encourage you to come. It's a big church. We can spread out. It, it's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Uh, Twenty five dollars. Boy, that's uh, that's a steal. Twenty five dollars. Uh, the the website ntxcmc.org, Is that the best one for them to go to, Rick? To to get their you, you tickets. You can use that one. That's right. You can use that one or CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. Either either way will get you to the registration part. There's a big button on the front of the website that goes to lead you to uh, registration. Again, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com or NTXCMC.org. Yeah. Either way. Am I right we'll that the, the the, this is a live-only event? There's no stream element? Is that right? Live-only event. Now, we will record it, but we want people to come live, and uh, we are not going to be uh, live-streaming this uh, like we did last year's event. All right. That's Very correct. good. I love I love the theme, because you're so right. Uh, come to the table, you know, to the, to the Eucharist, and... Uh, it's only, it's from 8 a.m. until 12 noon, and uh, everybody, every male who's listening, and uh, women, if you're out there, uh, if you're a wife or a, a sister or uh, what have you, please encourage uh, all the men that you love in, in your um, in your circle to to attend this. And ntxcmc.org is uh, the website to go to ntxcmc.org it's only what's this it's coming this saturday it's april 10th this and uh, father larry richards uh, is going to be the the speaker and we're hoping to have over 500 men there it's going to be great and how awesome it's going to be because uh, for many for many people they haven't been to any events in the last you know almost year and a half and so this uh, is a, a great opportunity to just get back into the swing of things right that's correct. And Father Larry was very uh, enthusiastic about coming and doing this live. He he wants to get back into the live. He hasn't done very many live uh, conferences since uh, since COVID. So he's very excited. 
not only we're going to have Father Larry there, but we're also going to have 20 priests. Have We've secured 20 priests to do reconciliation, and we're going to do uh, adoration from 11 to noon. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, the people at St. Francis in, in Frisco are so hospitality. I mean, they, they've given us all their whole campus, basically, to do this conference, and their folks are wonderful there. So, again, it's 8 to noon on Saturday at St. Saint Francis in Frisco. Uh, uh, that's where the event will be. And we'll even take, uh, you know, people walking in the door. We will register them as well. But I would love to everyone get uh, registered ahead of time. So go to our website, catholicbrothersforchrist.com. All right. Uh, Rick Self, thanks so much uh, for being on with me and appreciate it. And uh, Bob and Bill and all the other leaders of the, the North Texas Catholic Brothers for Christ. It's an outstanding organization. I'm sure next year we'll probably be at full capacity and, you know, we'll have a, a thousand or two people. But this year it's limited, but still there are tickets available. $25 to see an outstanding speaker like Father Larry Richards this Saturday, April 10th, St. Francis of Assisi Catholic Church. Come to the table for the men's conference. Uh, Rick, thanks so much. Great speaking with you, and we'll see you in a, in a few days. All right. God bless. We're looking forward to seeing you, Dave. Thanks so much. Thank uh, God bless you. All and right, uh, again, go to NTX, in ntxcmc.org. It just stands for North Texas Catholic Men's Conference.org, ntxcmc.org. And you can get your tickets. And as Rick said, uh, bring your 16, 17, 18-year-old son and uh, it'll be a life-changing weekend. Hope to see you there, and thanks to Sissel and all of our guests, and uh, have a happy octave. God bless you. See you next Monday. Thanks for joining us for The Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show.